0: Hi, this is Dilemma, and I'm here with an exclusive interview with De Niro Farrar,
1: leader of cult rap.
0: So, uh, are you scale one to ten? How excited are you to be here tonight?
1: A ten, because I'm not too far from my house, and uh, I'm going back to Charlotte actually tonight. I got my son waiting at my house right now, so that's going to be exciting. I haven't seen my son in like two months.
0: Oh my gosh, how old is he? So you have two sons, right? He's one. one. What's his name?
1: Britton and Caden. They're, they're okay. both. I they actually got pictures. Two pictures. Oh no, I got I got pictures.
0: Of them, oh sure. wow, well, yes. Uh,
1: I actually have uh, two one-year-olds, which is crazy. But. but oh, <laughs> crazy. Such, oh, cuties. Right? Fucking nuts. Oh man. my gosh.
0: <laughs> so, that's yeah. incredible. With the baby seat too. <laughs> yeah. Serious mode.
1: Right. Do you
0: feel like your kids have influenced you creatively, and how do they influence you, like on tour? Like, I know that they're a big part of your life, obviously. Like, right. they're just little chillins. Um, yeah. But how do you feel about, like, being on tour and not being able to see your kids? Or, like, do you... I don't know. How does that affect you, like, when you're writing content? You know, wow. does it does it affect you? I don't know. Yeah,
1: well, first things first, um, they inspire the creativity in my music because I'm making timeless music, music that they'll be able to grow up and listen to. Yeah. And then, um... Like, it has an effect on me when I'm gone, but thank God for FaceTime and uh, iPhones because I get to see them, like, every day. Yeah. But it's still so different, you know, because I'm not with them physically. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it has an effect on me, though, because I want to be there with my kids so much. But I'm glad they're so young. And I'm really, you know, I'm not even at the peak where, you know, I know where I'm about to peak, but it's like I'm in a good space for their age because come next year, like I'll be big time. And then, you know, maybe when they're like five or six, I know I'll be like a multi, multi multi-millionaire, but then I could like pretty much be a dad and like lay back. Yeah, you know, so this is all the like work years right now. So
0: yeah, putting in work while they're still young. That's great. I was watching your Sway interview with Sway. Yeah. And you're saying that you read to your kids. Of course. That's adorable. What is your favorite thing to read to your kids?
1: Um, do
0: they have a favorite? Do you have a favorite? Oh. Uh, Sorry.
1: Probably Sorry. like We we started really getting into this book. I forget the name of it. Everybody's read it. It like has the caterpillar on the front with the apple. Oh, the
0: Eric's uh it's called uh um, Brown, um, what do you see? No, I think it's, no, very... it's it's
1: about the apple, like no the hungry caterpillar, the very hungry yeah. caterpillar. Yeah. Said, yeah, So they like yes. because it has imagery when you open the book, like it has the pop out. So and colorful. So they love that and then you know what, I started actually reading them like little passages of the books that I read now oh, too. yeah. You know, like little
0: stuff. So. What are you reading right
1: now? Um, the Secret to Letting Go by Guy Finley. I'm actually done with it. I'm like doing a lesson in it right now. I'm about to start a new book um, soon. Yeah, what's of next? The ones I, got. I don't know, I'm thinking about The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell.
0: Oh, I read by uh, Blink by Malcolm Gladwell.
1: <laughs> really, I just read That's The weird. Outliers too. A uh, book club. Okay.
0: Yeah. Can we start a book club? De Niro's right. book club. Right. Nero <laughs> book club. Um, also, yeah, I just have. I know we're, I'm having such a good time, just like talking about whatever. But I feel like I need to keep this a little bit more music based. Okay. Um Anyway, what types of influence do you look to when you're writing music?
1: Well, I use my life as an influence mm-hmm. because the music is based off of my life. True. But uh, musical influences like Tupac, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, anybody with that real organic like message, maybe like Lauren Hill, like um, Erica Badu Erica is like Badu. dope. You know what I'm saying? D'Angelo is, like really really dope. Uh, but yeah, I just pull like the inspiration from my life for the music. And cold Rap, it's changing the game, but it hasn't did what I know it's gonna do, just yet. Because what do you think I haven't. It's do? I know what it's gonna do. It's gonna change the game. It's gonna wake people up and make them see what the world really has to offer, you know, it's more than like money, hoes, cars and clothes, that's what most rappers tell people, you know but it's so much more to life you gotta think I I was reading um, up on some stuff where like this spiritual leader called Osho he says it takes like 14 lifetimes in order to be awake and really realize what life is about and so I'm awake this lifetime I feel like I don't know what lifetime this is for me but at the end of the day I want to wake people up, you know, spiritually, mentally, yeah. and I'm going to do it through the music, and I want to let people know that it's okay to do that, you know? You yeah. don't have to live up to, like, a cer- certain, like, um this this whole, like, cliche rapper thing, you know? Everybody feel like you got to make it being a cliche rapper, so I'm going to let everybody know. <clears throat> They're going to get inspired off of that. I got inspired watching Kendrick Lamar do it,
0: you know? Yeah, do, so. you, do you feel like Kendrick is one of your big influences? not really yeah i mean that's cool but but, yeah
1: nah, i was just i was inspired though because i was already on on this journey making the music that i'm making but to see another uh, fellow artist making music with substance and actually become successful just lets me know i'm on the right path doing what i'm doing yeah it gives me hope you know
0: that's definitely like a reminder of like yeah yeah of
1: course how does
0: yeah and also he's i know I don't know if Kendrick is straight edge or like doesn't do. No, nah, I don't I know. smoke or drink. Yes, and you don't smoke or drink nah. either, and you don't have any piercings. Nah. <laughs> or no. Or is that has that changed? No. <laughs> um, my no, for real? No. no. <laughs> Ron Burgundy, you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, no, but do you think that like, I know you're talking about like being awakened and everything, and like finding out kind of that different like part of yourself, and I feel like maybe I've heard of a lot of artists or people in the music industry using, like, drugs to, like, awaken, like, or, oh, like, oh, spiritual. I, I guess
1: people feel like in order to tap into certain dimensions and levels of life, it could be, like, you got to be in this chemically induced state or whatever. Right. Everybody, mine, work different. They probably can get on drugs and tap into it. They probably go see a shaman, get these pure drugs and tap into it, you know. I don't know what it is they do. Yeah. But I know mine is actually... Real. I want to be able to tap into it whenever I want to at my own leisure. I don't want to have to go and seek drugs in order to tap into the spiritual realm. I wanted to be with me. You know, I could just pull it. You know, that's whenever so, I get ready. You. Know?
0: That's like so respectable. That's right. like, I can't even think of anything better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you trying to like? I assume you're trying to reach a lot of people with this. But are you trying to reach like a lot of our generation. Like you're like contemporaries. Yeah. Like, oh, you think oh, we, our, our mindset is as you trying
1: to read to your music? Um, I'm just trying to read, I don't feel like, it's not a matter of wrong or right. Yeah. You know, it's about being awake is the biggest thing. Because at the end of the day, I did a lot of wrong shit. But I was also being a person, I wasn't being myself. I want people to know that individuality is the biggest thing. Being an individual, you got so yeah. many people that yeah. emulate what they yeah. see on TV and no. what they see from other artists Why and they shit? feel like that's, or just people in general, they feel yeah. like that's who they are or they circumstance, yeah. they become like, because they grow up in the hood, yeah. they feel like, oh, yeah. they, sh- they hood people. Mm-hmm. But that ain't, that ain't yeah, really yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, I just yeah, wanna yeah, let yeah, people know. Yeah, I come yeah, from a yeah, fucked yeah, up situation, yeah. poverty stricken area, yeah. but I always had like this mind that I got right now. Yeah. And I want people to know from all walks of life, like you don't gotta live yeah. the way that people yeah. think you ought to live. Yeah. You can yeah. live good, you know? Yeah. And even if you done bad shit, there's a chance well, for you to still I, change your life. You see what I'm saying? Like, your own opportunities. Of course, yeah. You're always yeah, allowed to be better. Check. Of course, too.
0: <laughs> I've I'm looking yeah, at yo. your Instagram and it's so, so inspiring. Every right. Everything, all your captions are so like. Right. Like, you can yeah. be whatever you want to be. So you like just be, well. just be in line. Your surroundings do not define yeah. you,
1: and that's yeah. amazing. Really? Yeah. Um, right, do you think yeah. this is gonna affect right, right this? this? I don't know. It probably I will. probably yo.
0: will. What should we do with our game
1: plan? Why right, chat. Um, we, we step we Yeah, come on. Why chat, One two.
0: Tell us a little bit more about growing up in Charlotte and, like, how you feel that, like, affected you and how, like, that's affected your music.
1: Um, growing up in Charlotte was, like, it was difficult because, like I said, I come from a poverty-stricken area and uh, my mom had so many kids and shit. I know I can't say and shit, but she had so many <laughs> kids and, um you know, she was struggling basically to just provide this life for us and everything and she worked so hard that it gave us like the leisure to run the streets like we wanted to so I grew up like really really fast and hard and uh but I mean it had the biggest effect on my music because if I didn't go through what I went through I wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah. So that's just going to make my journey that much more powerful because I overcame like so much stuff, you know what I'm saying on my on my way to
0: no. Become, so, you said there's like a benefit to growing up that quick. It might, it might yeah. like learn quick, but yeah. it's faster.
1: And it's a benefit growing up. Like, growing up privileged, some people are, you can tell when they're privileged, you know? But growing up hard, it, it makes for a better story. It makes you appreciate it more, I feel like, when you get it. You got to get it from the ground up. Anybody that comes from the bottom to the top understands what it feels like to be on the bottom. So, they're relatable on any level of life but somebody that comes from the top and they stay at the top, you can't relate to somebody that's from the bottom. You never experienced that. So to go from the bottom to the top, you can relate to anybody because you can relate to anybody at the top because you're on the top with them, but you can relate to people at the bottom still because that's where you come from.
0: Yeah, that's where you came from. That's where you started. Uh, But anyway, if there were any, like, are there any mainstream rappers, mainstream rappers uh, right now that you, like, mess with like which ones do you think kinda influence you? If any, do any do any influence you? No. Good. That's fine. <laughs> That's great. <laughs>
1: no. I mean, you know what? I was like going through my uh I was listening through music today and like uh these are like all the albums that I have on my um I have like uh I yes, please Me, of course All of my albums I got the Fuji's first album Nars Barkley Kanye's first album Kendrick's first album Wayne, the Carter one mm. Illmatic um, Aquemini. I got Party Next Door I like Party Next Door I got U2's album um, <laughs> Everyone Yeah, <laughs> sorry, buddy, sorry. yeah um, <laughs> And I got The Recession From Young Jeezy Young Jeezy Yeah, but I mean I like I like. I got Good Kid, Mad City also Oof. Um But I like I like the older music though. I'm yeah. not really a fan of like this new current wave of rap. I feel like it lacks so much substance.
0: No, I I, I totally understand. Like I I get what you're saying, hundred percent. Right. Um, how is? I know you just mentioned your mom. How's she doing?
1: She's good. Um. She's making a dinner for us tomorrow. She actually has my son. Yeah, she's making this big dinner for everybody on the tour. She has my son. She's off work tomorrow. I'll be home tonight. My little brother drove up last night. He's driving up tonight, too, both of my little brothers. My cousin drove up last night. So it was good to have a piece of home Here on the road with me, and then Drew the King, he's my cousin, so he's on the tour with us too. We do a lot of music together, so having him with me, you know what I'm saying? He dropped off for a leg of the tour, but now he's back on the tour. And like to have him on the road is just like refreshing because you got somebody that's relatable on all levels that come from the same walk of life, share the same humor. It's like, yeah, so having him back on the tour is just like, all right, that's what's up, even though we're towards the end, it's just like still good, you know? Yeah,
0: that is that's what's up. Uh, Do a lot of your family members like Do they, have they been your shows?
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a lot of the front row be my family at all yeah. like North Carolina, Charlotte shows. Uh, as far as outside of Charlotte goes, every time I have a New York show, my older brother he lives in New York. Um, I had a show in Springfield, Virginia the other day. My sister she lives in Silver Springs, Maryland. She drove up and uh, surprised me at my show, which was dope.
0: That's dope. Um, it was just crazy
1: though, man. It was dope. But yeah, my family they're nothing but supportive of the music and they show up. Yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. I have wait. Do you want to ask a question? Yeah. Um, I'm actually I'm doing a project right now on, like, how hip-hop is growing in North Carolina, especially how, like, the artists have been using, like, music videos in production. Right. So, like... How important are your music videos to promoting your music? Like, how much emphasis do you put on that specifically? Well,
1: I mean, to be honest, I went on a viral video campaign, Mm -hmm. um, or just like on a on a video campaign of 2012. I dropped like 25 videos that year, so it was like it was nuts. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. it was nuts. Yeah. Um, with the help of uh Anthony Supreme, he shot all of the videos, Red Audio. And uh it's so important because it brings the song to life. It gives it a face. You know, people wanna be able to see and visualize the artist. It brings the visual aspect to the music. You know, I already look at my music as this cinematic visual anyway, but it really brings it to life and gives it like, you know, it's like uh it's like remember fucking um what was the name of that movie Indian in the cupboard and shit. Yeah. Oh <laughs> right? my god, fucking... yeah. remember that yeah. shit? Indian in the cupboard, yeah. It was nuts. Yeah, and it was like the characters were like already like visual, but yeah. they became real. You know, yeah, they're stoned m- in the
0: cupboard overnight and they
1: they wake up. The they next become day. real. That's yeah. what that's what a video is. You know, it's like it becomes real. The song becomes real. The shit that you depict in the video yeah. makes the song real. You know, so. That's a real analogy. Yeah. That's a real <laughs> analogy, not, not hit that hit home. That's why you're like, give me an A. In this <laughs> <laughs> I remember Indian in the cover, man. I'm I, I'm a, the analogy king, though. Yeah. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <sure>. The <laughs> analogy king. King of analogies. Uh, yeah, king of analogies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I feel like you've already answered some of these questions, but I guess specifically, what's one music trend that you can't stand?
1: Hmm. <laughs> the music coming out today. <laughs>
0: Oh, it it's
1: just like the radio shit Like I hate the music on the radio I hate all of this I hate trap rap in mm. general I feel like it's repetitive It Young all thug. sounds the same
0: Sorry, I ain't I, even I gonna have, go specific name as to naming name names It
1: ain't even about the names Because at the end of the day I don't have anything towards these people Because they're changing their own lives And people's lives involved Like imagine what uh, young Thug is able to do for his family now. That's true. Making the music that he's able to make. If it wasn't for the music, he's still be in the wherever he was from. So I can't hate on that because you are changing lives. But imagine the lives you are affecting in a negative way. You're affecting in a negative way by, you know. um glorifying being flamboyant with this bullshit you're saying as far as like glorifying the drugs and the killing and but you ain't even doing it and it's like these little kids really doing this shit music is so powerful though i remember i used to listen to three six mafia before i used to go to school and shit man i used to be a maniac in school though you know what i'm saying smoke weed listen to three six and be a maniac yeah yeah so it was it was uh That shit used to be crazy But music is really influential People don't realize that I don't even think us as artists realize that I realize it Mm -hmm. Because I'm becoming more awake But it's like People don't realize it man They're in this deep fucking slumber man And it's like I don't know they just caught up In the the bullshit But No um, I know I
0: I definitely I definitely feel you Uh, Let's see I know you're about to Trying to split and do some sound check stuff. Yeah, I got a sound check. How do you feel about Denzel's samurai look?
1: What's samurai look? (laughs)
0: Like a samurai sword, didn't he? (laughs) Denzel's
1: young, though, man. For legit, (laughs) like, I'm late 20s, though. I'm 27. Denzel's 19. The age gap is really like being like my little brother, being with my little Mm -hmm. brother. We did a show in Minneapolis with Juicy J for the zombie crawl, and he actually dressed up as a skeleton. Mm And it, but I got it because he's really really young, you know. Yeah. So to participate in that, it's like it shows me like the age gap. It's not an immaturity thing. It's about what he's into. Like he has nunchucks on tour. He's <laughs> yeah, nunchucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like it's a, I, I mean I get it. You know, it's his yeah. thing. I'm not judgmental. I get it. Because no, if yeah. I was nineteen in the in the roles or reverse, I'm pretty sure I'd be into some shit that yeah, he probably bro. wasn't into. You yeah. Know? You ain't doing sounds. I'm no, I'm about to right now. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. All right. all right. yeah. All right. thank thank you so much. much. Nah thank you all this is all appreciated.